0: Hi, my name is Dr. Daniel Heng and I'm from the Tom Baker Cancer Centre at the University of Calgary in Canada. I'd like to update you about renal cell carcinoma uh, updates uh, from GU-ASCO here in Orlando, Florida. The first update is a randomized trial of atizolizumab plus bevacizumab versus atizolizumab versus sunitinib uh, in a phase two exploratory trial. It found that the overall progression free survival was similar among all. But when you restrict it um, to the pdl one positive patients, the patients getting atizolizumab plus bevacizumab had a medium progression-free survival of about 15 months, whereas the patients receiving sunitinib had a medium progression-free survival of about 8 months. So what this means is that pdl one although it's not a perfect biomarker, it certainly enriches for a better um, a response uh, to PDL one inhibitors. So, Although this does not change the standard of care, it does add fuel to the fire um, uh, for investigating these uh, combinations more, uh, such as in phase three clinical trials, which are currently already underway. The second one that I wanted to update you about uh, was looking at active surveillance in metastatic renal cell carcinoma. Interestingly, about 25% of patients with metastatic renal cell carcinoma don't start targeted therapy for at least one year, and so that's surprising to a lot. Too. That's surprising to hear to a lot of people. But when you think about it, there are people with very small lesions, very small growing lesions, slowly growing lesions that may not require targeted therapy right away. So an Italian group um, compiled all of their active surveillance patients for metastatic renal cell carcinoma. And they found that the IMDC prognostic criteria from the beginning versus to when they started targeted therapy didn't change very much, so that's good. Um, uh, There's a bit of tumor growth and uh, the median amount of um, uh, growth was about 2.2 times uh, what they had before. Um, And so it just sort of characterizes this active surveillance population better. So I think active surveillance is safe, uh, but it's in a very select group of people and I think we're not really good at writing down on paper uh, who this select group of uh, people are. But I think we all have our own clinical gestalt. Uh, People who don't have fast-growing disease, people with small sub-centimeter or just one or two centimeter pulmonary nodules, those are people that are ideal for um, observation. The third thing that I wanted to point out uh, was looking at uh, the use of fourth line therapy um, in metastatic renal cell carcinoma. It's not common. Only about 8% of patients receive fourth line therapy in metastatic renal cell carcinoma in a population sense. And so it's important to use your best drug first. For the people that do get fourth-line therapy, uh, the IMDC prognostic criteria stratify these patients out really well into favorable, intermediate, and poor-risk patients, uh, and they uh, do have some benefit to us. So, uh, for patients who are eligible for fourth-line therapy, they should receive it. But that poster um, presented by Igor Stukalin at all um, actually showed us gave us a glimpse of what people get fourth-line everolimus, what their overall responses. Uh, were, which were were fair, uh, and that there is activity in the fourth line setting for metastatic renal cell carcinoma. So I look forward to future meetings, future clinical trials, looking at adjuvant therapy, looking at more of these combination therapies, and look forward to updating you soon. Thank you.